entrepreneurs on the moon. We shape and life for a better tomorrow. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Good evening and Happy New Year. Welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. This is our first show of the new year, and we're excited to be back for our fourth season. I have to thank you all for your support and for joining us tonight. As always, we'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Tonight, we welcome the Wonder Twins from the uh, hit VH1 reality show, Lacking Crew, Puma and Sassy. Then later in the show, we'll be joined by the very talented singer-songwriter-rapper, Justin Eric. And we want you to be part of the discussion, so call us your questions and comments. The number is 718-664-6543. Again, that's 718-664-6543. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. But first, Ms. Parker, how are you feeling tonight? <laughs> yes, she said it yet. Ms. Parker, I did. But I do remind you all away from Ms. Parker. I know she's a little under the weather, so... We give her a pass. I talked to her earlier. She was a little under the weather. Um, but we're reminded of our social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and our official website, Stephen, the .com, uh Google+, Twitter, everything. It's all the Stephen Knight Show. So definitely, you know, follow Hey, us. Stephen, can you hear me? There you are, Ms. Parker. Uh, Carlos, okay, I, I said something earlier, and I wasn't on mute, so I'm not sure it was what's going on, but I'm doing okay. I'm a little under the weather, but I'm yeah. here. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How, how was your time off? I know you traveled uh, home, and, and uh, what, what all did you do? Yeah, it was amazing. I went, um, saw my dad and my cousins in California, and then, uh, then was in Vegas for Christmas with the rest of the family, um, okay. and then I came here for New Year's, so it was a you know great holiday season, as always. Always wonderful yeah. being around family and seeing, seeing you know, seeing them doing the holidays, and one of my absolutely. favorite time of the year, so. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm what about yourself? About our, actually, I, yeah, I went home to Virginia uh, for a good week. We did Christmas, and I spent time with my family and friends out there. Uh did an impromptu Christmas concert at a, uh, this annual Christmas Eve party I go to every year. But it was real cool, and I, I spent the, uh, the brought in New Year here back in Atlanta, and, you know, okay. back on the grind. Ooh. The second right. hit, New Year.
reviewing an action movie and then a comedy is not going to give you the best decision. So I want to try to keep everything in the same genre um, as as much as I can. Okay, sounds great. Sounds great. So how was your uh, your break? I know you were here in Atlanta. Oh, Did you enjoy the uh, yeah, it was great. Uh, no, just spent time with the family. You know, caught up on a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, caught you know caught a few movies. Um, basically, it was just a lot of uh, just kind of de-stressing at the end of the year. It was kind of busy for us uh, at work, so it was just good to relax and not think about work and not check emails for a few days, even though I still did. But luckily, there wasn't any company. So it was good. Yeah, good, I saw good. something on your on your Facebook, Adam. You had some issues with this weather. Oh, in your yeah. house and pipes and. Oh yeah, yeah, that happened last Wednesday. Actually, the pipes. Uh, luckily, it wasn't cracked. Uh, it just kind of the connector broke off under the sink. So I came home okay. to a uh, new pool in the uh, kitchen and dining room. Uh, wow, you know, so that was fun. Um, yeah, you know, spent all night cleaning that up and. It was freezing outside, so we had a bunch of rugs. It's a hardwood floor, so, you know, try to get to it as soon as possible. Uh, but everything's back to normal now, um, and so thankfully nothing, like I said, cracked and nothing broke on the top floor or anything like that. So, Glad um, to hear easy it. Fix. Yeah, easy fix, but definitely was a stressful evening. Absolutely. And, and you know, I went to Adam had a housewarming that I attended. His new home is very nice. I mean, it's, 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 it's a great house. Congratulations again on uh, that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So were you able to review any movies uh, recently? Yes. Yeah, so I'll, I caught up on three movies over the holidays. Um, and the first one I saw was The Hobbit, Desolation of Smog. And this one's kind of the second part of the Hobbit trilogy. It continues the story of Bilbo and the dwarves uh, on their journey to reclaim their homeland from the dragon smog. If you've seen the first one, you kind of know where it's going. Um, this movie was almost three hours. And I felt like it was 30 minutes too long. I, I like the whole Lord of the Rings series, and I like The Hobbit, the first one, but uh, definitely there was a lot of scenes that were dragging on, and, um, you know, you get your good action scenes and your good comedy scenes, but Peter Jackson is definitely milking the story as much as he can. You know, The Hobbit was one book. It's now three movies. So fans will still enjoy it, and it was good overall, but it's not, uh, it doesn't have the same feel as the original Lord of the Rings series uh, okay. on that end. Next okay. was American. Next was American Hustle, and this one uh, highly recommended. It's loosely based on the ad scam program in the 70s, and it's kind of it follows this con man who's played by Kristen Bell, and his dealings with the FBI on a scheme to kind of co- uh, catch corrupt, uh, corrupt congressmen. But it really follows the characters. It's by the same guy who did Silver Lining Playbook, and so we also get Bradley Cooper, Amy Adams, Jennifer Lawrence. Everyone does a superb job in this film. Uh, you know, there's a lot of comedy in it, too, um, and you get a good sense of the 70s. So I would highly recommend this one. It's already won a Golden Globe last night, uh, so it's um, definitely high on the radar, and it's probably a big Oscar contender. And then finally, I finished up with Saving Mr. Banks, which is an interesting movie. It's a movie about Walt Disney and his uh, kind of challenge of convincing the author of Mary Poppins, P.L. Travers, to give Disney the rights to make this Mary Poppins movie. And it gives you a little bit of backstory. He's been trying to get her to make this movie for about 20 years, and she's been holding out because she doesn't want Disney to kind of ruin the movie. So you kind of see her story, and it's uh, interwoven with flashbacks of her childhood and, you know, her dealings uh, growing up in Australia with her father and her family. So you get Tom Hanks playing the role of Walt Disney, which is the first time 
anyone's portrayed Walt Disney on film in a movie, uh, so it's kind of a little milestone. And then Emma Thompson plays Travers, and we also get a little bit of surprise performance by Colin Farrell, who plays her father in the flashbacks. So, oh, wow. uh, yeah, it was, it was a little surprise, and it was good. Uh, good overall, you know, I'm a Disney fan, so I kind of wanted to see it just to see, uh, you know, Disney and, the, you know, the Disney studios, because she goes out to L.A. Um, in the 60s, so it's kind of a good to get a little side of that. But, uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's good drama. You know, it's not um, not a must-see in the movie theater, but it's something that you would enjoy seeing. Um, and I actually caught up back to 1986 for – uh, John Carpenter's cult classic, Big Trouble in Little China. I don't know if any of you guys have seen this movie, but I was a fan of it as a kid. That's and a classic. I wanted... Yeah. I wasn't it, born in 1986. Sorry? I wasn't born in 1986. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> whatever year you were supposedly born in, uh, you'll still enjoy it. I mean, I, I saw it as a kid, uh, not in theaters, but on tape, and... You know, it's Kurt Russell starring as uh, Jack Burton, who's a truck diver who visits a friend in Chinatown in San Francisco, and then he gets pulled into this whole bigger story fighting this ancient Chinese villain. Uh, it's very tongue-in-cheek. You know, you get your action comedy. Um, it's it's fun, and John Carpenter did a good way of making Jack kind of the bumbling side character. He's not like a Bruce Willis. He's not like a super action hero. He's kind of just a real guy that's trying to be cool and an action hero, and he's just kind of fails. So... Um, if you're looking to stay in, you want to see a fun movie, uh, I would recommend that one uh, very much if you haven't seen it yet. And even if you have, watch it again. You won't be disappointed. Okay. That movie also stars uh, Kim Cattrall of Sex and the City fame, right? Yes, exactly. And, yeah. you know, it's funny to see her in such an early role, but um, yeah, yeah. so you'll, you'll see her, and she's good, she's good in it too. You know, I mean, everyone does it good for as much as you can with a John Carpenter movie. All right. And she can... Well, first of all, Happy New Year, Chike. Happy New Year, brother. You have a good break? I did have a good break, but you know as well as I do that I was hustling. I was working. And uh, I'm I'm pretty proud to say that, you know, in 2014, the Stephen Knight Show has some pretty uh, exciting guests coming on the show this year. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, yeah. So what all were you able to – did you were able to see – a lot of movies over the break, or yeah, I saw a few films. Um, one being uh, the Banshee Chapter, which mm-hmm. um, is is um, I think is an underrated film. It's it's pretty much about uh, undercover CIA oper- operation where they pretty much have test subjects and uh, something goes awry in the test subject and they pretty much keep things on the hush, trying to keep it on the low and quiet. I'm a conspiracy okay. theorist, so this movie pretty much interests me. If you're a conspiracy theorist, this is a movie that you definitely want to check out. It's not something that was really advertised. It's not on the mainstream. Again, the name of it is called Banshee, the Banshee Chapter. If you are into the conspiracy theories and you know government co-op stuff, please check that out. Um, the next movie is called Black Coffee. It's another movie that's you know under the radar, which stars uh, Darren DeWitt Henson of uh, Soul Food fame, and Lamar Rucker of um, Why Did I Get Married fame. And pretty much it's about a gentleman who is pretty much down on his luck. He loses his job, his girlfriend, and his whole life seems like it's going down the drain. And then he gets introduced into love 
probably at the most inopportune moment in his life, which kind of happens. Like, you know, the saying that love never has good timing. This is his story. And um, it's a journey of him discovering this new love when freshly, you know, dumped on and trashed on by life. It's a pretty decent movie. I highly recommend that one as well. And I also checked out The Wolf of Wall Street, which is pretty much about the crooked banker Jordan Belfort. It's his real life. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Martin Scorsese came up again. You know those two never lose together. And uh, I do think that this movie is a contender for the Oscars as well. Uh, Leonardo just was at, you know, Golden Globes. He just won. So hopefully uh, they'll continue that success on to the Oscars. Uh, I thought that was an excellent movie. And I wanted to check out the Joaquin Phoenix movie, Her. I didn't quite make it. It's still on my list, so I probably will do that for next week. Okay. That's all I have for now. Now, did you all watch the Golden Globes last night? Or what, what, any reaction? No, I was unable to. Okay. No, I didn't see it either. Well, I was, I was, I came across this article, you know, uh, uh, Gabby Sidibay, the one who played in Precious, you know, she had to defend herself on Twitter last night, apparently, you know, people were making comments about her outfit and, you know, how she looked. And I love it. I mean, she tweeted. Yeah. They had put pictures up of her with about the- my, with the Michelin Man. comments about my GG picks, I, I most definitely cried about it on the private jet on my way to my dream job last night. Oh. Then she tweeted one that said, uh, she told somebody, Dustin Ross said, that's his screen name, I guess he made a, a fly remark about her, and she said, meet me after English class and buy me a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, people are loving her confidence. You know, I know she said a while. She said a while back that you know she had been on all these different diets and she had been trying to lose weight for years and just decided she had to love herself for you know who she is. But the fact that she actually took to Twitter, you know, took took the task of the people who were making you know comments about her on Twitter, I thought that was that was pretty cool. I bet they weren't expecting a reaction, you know. And and to be totally honest, after she did Precious, I was wondering where her future going to go after that yeah apparently she's she's non-stop working you know she's, oh, yeah. she's been on hit show after hit show after hit show and yeah. she's on um american horror story coven Hard. with jessica lang and angela basket you can't yeah. you can't fail with that yeah absolutely absolutely but yeah so shout out to gabby for holding her on holding her on well listen guys i want to thank y'all again for you know, all that you contribute each week, and, you know, have a great week, and we look forward to talking next week. Absolutely. Good. Thank you. All right. Hey, Ron. Happy New Year. Hey, Ron. Happy New Year. I know you have some good news for us. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Hey, Sorry uh, about that. Hey, Ron. Yes, Happy <laughs> New Year, all that good stuff, man. It seems like we were gone for, like, must man. Yeah, we were almost for getting back to miss yeah, I was missing everybody, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all like my family. Well did, didn't you absolutely. go on a uh, cruise? Did you go on a cruise? Man, cruise I went to Atlanta while y'all were out of out of the state of course, you know. So, I was about to say. Yeah, oh trust. If I was there when y when uh, y'all was there of course I would have hit y'all but y'all were you know was you were in uh, Richmond with uh-huh. your family and stuff. So, yeah, I 
I've been traveling, man. Then I was up in um in in Baltimore. Okay. And so yeah, yeah. So all right, drum roll. News is here. We go. Okay. You are talking to a con- a congressional intern. Wow! Congratulations. Yes. Yes. I am officially a congressional intern. Um, I will tell you off the air who I'm interning for because I, you know, I don't, you know, I just want to kind of keep that for right, yeah, yeah. For right now, you know, once I'm start, once I start working there and everything, and if I feel comfortable, if it's cool, then I can let everyone know who it is. But right now, um, just know that I'm working on Capitol Hill, and I start tomorrow. So, what we, do you know what you'll be doing? Yes. I will be doing all the stuff that no one else wants to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will do the um yeah, I'm pretty much gonna be answering phones, mailing envelopes, um, <laughs> mailing letters of I should say, um well stuffing envelopes, getting coffee uh, you know, just So that's gonna be a good experience. You're gonna meet a lot of a yep. lot of heavy hitters, you know. Absolutely. I mean, this is great experience. It's, it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm so looking forward to it. Excited, excited, excited. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Oh, also, um, I cut my hair. You cut your hair? I cut the hair. The hair is in a better wow. place. Wow. Was you rocking a bald it's not bald, nah. I actually, I'll um, take a picture of, of it and post it on Facebook. So. Yeah, post it, post it. So what's going on in the world, wonderful world of sports? I know it's, you know, football mania right now. Oh, man. The um, final four teams are my, are my, were my pick. Like, I picked these, these four teams to actually be in the um, final four. Of course, we have the um, New England Patriots against the um, Broncos. Mm-hmm. And we have out of the N- NFC, the um, Niners and the Seahawks. Now my pick is uh, I have Peyton Manning getting it done against Tom Brady. So I, I have Peyton Manning and I'm gonna say Russell Wilson just because of the home field advantage that Seattle has. So I'm gonna say Denver and Seattle will be in the Super Bowl this year. So those are my picks. Okay. Okay. And where will you be uh, watching the Super Bowl this year? Do you know? You're, I know you don't. You usually have a party every year, or yes. something at the house. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, we do. So we'll probably be watching it here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So nothing, so nothing's going to change with that. Anything else going on in sports you want to talk about? Oh yeah. Um, I have, bro. I have a list. So sorry. Okay. Miss. Well, let's, let's do it. Janera, Miss Parker, just give me just a just a few minutes. I'll. I'll be really brief. I'll try to anyway. All right. Serena Williams, congratulations on uh, winning the uh, first round of the Australian Open. Good job. As far as for your sister Venus, better luck next year. She lost in the opening round. Ooh, all right. Uh, moving along. Y'all do um, y'all remember the uh, movie he, he Got Game with Denzel Washington and Ray Allen? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, word on the streets is that there's going to be a sequel to it. Okay, that didn't hit well. All right. 
I'm sorry, Aaron, I missed that. I was, I was reading something. What did you say? Oh, gosh. Okay. He Got Game, the movie right. with Denzel Washington and Ray Allen. Uh-huh. Well, there's t- Spike Lee directed it. Well, there's um, talks that Spike Lee wants, wants to do a sequel. Oh, so, wow. So be on the lookout for possibly He Got Game 2 or He he um, he 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 still got game, or he's always had right. game, or what? Game never left. Yeah. Game never left. The game trois <laughs> or deuces or whatever. Anyway, trois three. My bad. Um, okay. But yeah. All right, moving along. Uh, congrats to um, Frank Big Hurt Thomas. I don't know if you all know who um, Frank Thomas is, but back in the '90s, he was one of the meanest sluggers in all of baseball. He played for the um, Chicago White Sox, big brother, big dick dude, not steroids, but just big country dick. Big guy. Like he yeah. big guy, fried chicken, macaroni and cheese, big, big guy. <laughs> anyway, um, him as well as um, Greg, Greg Maddox, who I remember with the Braves, Tom, Tom, Tom Glavin, also with the Braves, both are, 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 are pitchers, as well as managers, Bobby Cox, Joe Torre and Tony Larusa, they they've they've all been selected in into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh wow! Congratulations! Congratulations to all them. Yes, big big ups. And the induction ceremony will be taking place on July 27th in Cooperstown. So, okay. Okay. Congratulations. And last but not least. LeBron James, brother, thank you so much for that beautiful tribute to your mother. I thought that was great. It actually made me feel something. Like I felt kind of warm, kind of little, you know, a little like teary eyed, a little, little misty. Yeah, yeah, just because, yeah, yeah, because I'm an only child, also of a um, of a single mother, so I could relate so much to what he was saying. It, It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was really deep. So LeBron. Brother, I feel it. Thank you, man, for sharing your uh, feelings with regards to your mother. And um, but what I also like is the fact that he he explained that that it wasn't easy. Like you know that that they both struggled growing up. It was hard. There were times where she actually sent him to live with a another, um, trying to get everything together. Right, yeah. But she always went went to visit him every weekend, and and he said that she always made him feel that he was the most important person in her life, and wow. he always felt unconditional love from her always, even through all the struggles. Like he was always number one, and I that that was yeah, that's great. That's 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 fantastic. Yeah. They was able to oh, express. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. We got, we got a shout out to Wayne Wade and his engagement with uh, Gabriel Union. Uh, yo, I can talk about that too, man. That's 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 bogus. I'm sorry. Um, congrats, I guess, but I'm sorry, dude. Just had a baby with another woman, and now you're trying to get. It's 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 just messy to me, and so I'm I'm. Apparently they apparently they were on a break. They were on a break. <laughs> yeah, they were on a break. That's what she said. Oh, break. those breaks. Yeah, those breaks. And you can the break. Okay, hey, the break, the you break can make a baby. All right. Hey, hey, if Gabrielle's cool with it and he's cool with it, 
More power to him. Big ups. I'm not feeling it. I think it's bogus, but that's just me. That's Ron's perspective. So if y'all want to email me, Facebook me, whatever, I'm not feeling it. I think it's a bunch of yeah. All right. So that's what they say. You won't be at the wedding, huh? I won't be at the wedding. Not that they'll invite me anyway, but I won't be at the wedding. <laughs> but if they did, you wouldn't be there, right? <laughs> nah, because it's not. You know, I'm not feeling that at all. So. Okay. Anyway, yo, if you wanna you wanna follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter's Aaron Cosby, on all of them, it's simple A R O N last name Cosby, just like Bill. Yo, it's been real. I enjoyed it. I'm happy um, with the fourth season. Congratulations to everyone, and let's let's do it big this year. Let's do it. Definitely. Let's do it. Have Absolutely. a great weekend, Ron. Same to you. All right, Miss Ferguson. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Good, good, good. You know, we all went broke uh, not being able to get your sales over the break. So <laughs> yeah, Miss Ferguson. Happy New Year, Miss Parker. Well, I have a lot of stuff um, because, you know, it's after the holidays and people are trying to clear everything out for the spring. So I have tons of things for you. Absolutely. Tons. What you got? Uh, Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I got my pen ready. Uh, well, first of all, um, just in time for Valentine's Day, um, you know, if you guys wanted to look ahead of time, instead of doing everything last minute like we all normally do, uh, Victoria's Secret is having um, is having their uh, is in the middle of their semi annual sale, and they have this twice a year, so um, they have all types of things on sale, and it's early. So they have tons of tons of styles to choose from. They have clothing, they have lingerie, sleepwear, um, all all sorts of things. Um, so you know you can get something for your mother, your your sister, your girl, everybody. On Pipeline.com, they're having their last day to get happy sale, and this is today only. So if you shop, you can get an extra thirty percent off of select items, and you just need to use code Happy at checkout. Uh, the limited, they're also having a really, really good sale. Um, if you shop their clearance items, you can get um, an extra 30% off of your purchase, but this is in-store only. Um, if you are shopping just regular price items, you can they, they have a sale where you can buy one, get one 50% off, and they're um, giving $10 of fashion cash for every $50 that you spend on your purchase, and that's clearance and regular price items. So that's a really good deal, and you can save a lot of money there. And, of course, your fashion cash is for you to use at a later date. You can't use it now. They're going to give you a, a time that you can spend that fashion cash. Um, Nine West is having a, is having clearance items. They have a lot of clearance items on sale. And if you shop now, you can get up to 70% off of your purchase. One of my favorite stores in the whole wide world, BCBG Max Azria, they're having a sale, and this is like pretty much unprecedented because they don't they don't normally do this. But um, their factory outlet is um, having a sale, and you can save up to eighty percent off of your purchase, which is excellent for BCBG. I mean, because normally the highest they ever go is about sixty percent off of your purchase, which is still good, but it's not eighty percent off of your purchase. So, you know, you can save up to eighty percent off of your purchase if you shop at BCBG factory outlet. Now, keep in mind. If this is in the this is not in the mall. This is the one at the outlet mall. Okay, they have tons of things to choose from. Um, Saks Fifth Avenue Office, which is their outlet store, 
Um, if you shop now, you can get an extra 25 to 50% off of printed items for savings of up to 70% off of your purchase. So just imagine getting 70% off of all of your designer goods. Um, and, of course, it has to have a print. I don't know why. They do these little funky sales every once in a while. But it has to have um, it has to be a printed item. Um, Wilson's Leather, they're also having a sale. And if you shop there now, you can get an extra 25% off one item or an extra 35% off of two or more items. So, um, you know, this will be a really good time to shop for coats because they're starting to mark things down because, again, like I said, people aren't going to be buying coats in the spring. So they're really trying to get rid of them, so they're marking everything down. Today is the last day to shop shoes.com and get uh, 25, get an extra 25% off of already reduced boots and shoes. And that will give you a savings of up to 75%, and that's men and women. Um, and if you use code 25SALE, well, you need to use code 25SALE at checkout. And uh, Express, and of course, this is, now they have men and women. Um, now through the 16th, if you shop there, you, you can get up to 70% off of their clearance items. And uh, last but not least, I want to let everyone know it's not too late to shop Zara's semi-annual sale. Um, they have tons of things on sale. I was there a couple weeks ago. They have tons of things on sale and, um, and, and at great prices. I mean, I think I got, like, tops for, like, 9 bucks. So they have all sorts of things at Zara. And, of course, there are two locations in Atlanta. Um, there's one at Perimeter Mall and one at Lenox. So that's all I have for you guys. Wow. That's a lot a lot of great sales, a lot of, you know, Valentine's Day for those that got to get gifts. Shout out to y'all. We, we have options now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As usual, I'll be giving you guys more ideas come uh, when it's closer to Valentine's, but I don't want you all to wait until the last minute. Right. And, you know, speaking of which, generic. I've always been the kind of person to always wait, like when it comes to Christmas shopping, I always wait mm-hmm. to the Christmas Eve to get gifts. But after my experience this past Christmas, I will never do that again. I'm going to be the you one that has all, has all my <laughs> gifts done by summer. I mean, I was stressed out. I was stressed out in the mall, and, it's, you know, everyone's there, and you can't find nothing. They're out of uh, gift bags and tissue. I, I can't do it. Oh, I can't. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, they, and they will. But here's yeah. here's a little word to the wise. If you, during Christmas time, of course, which you probably wouldn't even want to go through all this, but I would just go to to, to the dollar store yeah. and get, you know, get all my tissue paper and everything because if you go to a place like Target or Walmart or even in the mall, it's going to be completely sold out. Nobody really ever thinks to go to the dollar store because they think right. the quality is so cheap, but it's tissue paper. I mean, come on. Right. So it's just going to get thrown away. So I go spend a dollar on 40 sheets of tissue paper, and I'm set. So yeah. I always do that. And also, Stephen, the next year for Christmas, uh, I would say to start looking around in October because they're going to start putting things on sale around that time. I had all of my Christmas shopping done by December 1st. Yeah, that's, that's for me. Because, I'm going through that again. I'm not going through that. Yeah. It was just stressful. It's stressful. So I was going to give you some pointers um, come, come Christmas this year. Don't worry. Yeah, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. <laughs> and well, they can find all, all of the, uh, the, uh, your finds on BunchyShopHall.com, correct? Yes, they can. And there will be a link on our Facebook page. Janera, thank you so much as always, and have a great week, okay? Okay, you too. Happy New Year, and feel better, Ms. Parker.
Ms. Parker, did you have any entertainment news you want to discuss? Sorry, I had you on mute. Great job, Janera, always putting us on to the latest and, and greatest sales. Um, as far as entertainment, it's been so long since we've been on. So much has happened since I did not watch the Golden Globes last night, but I know that um, uh, 12 Years of Slave won. Congratulations to them. I know that um, a lot of people went and saw that movie. I just wasn't in a space emotionally to see an, uh, another brutal slavery movie, but right. I heard it was pretty good. Um, so congratulations to them. Most of the pictures I've seen, everyone looked really gorgeous, so I'm looking forward to maybe watching Fashion Police or something to catch up on the latest dresses and and, and fashion, uh, uh, fashionista, see what they have on. Right. Um, the biggest news that I can remember from over the holidays would probably be all the engagement. Um, mm-hmm. The Wayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, of course, you know, that's a whole uproar over the whole uh, baby thing, but she said what yes. What do you think so, about that? What do you think um, about that? I mean, I hate, I hate, uh, comments on people's personal lives, you know, obviously she knows more than we do. She's living it, so she agreed to marry him knowing that he has the baby on the way. I can't okay. do anything but wish them the best. Um, okay. I know that Sierra got engaged as mm-hmm. well. Kim Kardashian got engaged. I think that was probably before the holidays. Um, there were several engagements. Um, Did you hear that Bob Christina got, Bob Christina, uh, got married? Who? Bobby Christina. Oh, Bobby Christina. Yeah, I heard that she got married to. I didn't even know her and that guy were were still together. Um, yeah. But I heard they got married. Uh, I guess TMZ is reporting it, so you know if TMZ is reporting it. It probably it did happen. Well, they tweeted they tweeted a picture of the wedding ring, but apparently I, oh. I think they went just as a piece and they're having their big ceremony uh, next year. Okay, okay. Um, And Evan Ross and uh, Jessica Simpson um, are engaged, which is something that um, I didn't even know they were dating. And Evan Ross is, he's he's Dinah Ross's son. Uh And then um, Jessica, I'm sorry, Jessica Simpson's little sister is Ashley Simpson. And she was married before to a drum or a rock star drummer guy, I can't remember his name, Pete something. Um uh-huh. I know they have a they have a son together. So congratulations to them. Um oh and let me not forget um what's the girl's name? Kelly Rowland, one of my favorites. She oh, is yeah, engaged. she's engaged to her manager, um I heard. So, you know, definitely congratulations to all of the new couple and then in my personal life, all my friends that got engaged, Chris Stewart and his girlfriend, his now fiance Pam, and my my good friends, uh, uh, Shawnee and Mo, got engaged. So definitely congratulations! I'm so excited for all of you guys, and looking forward to all of the weddings. Um, as far as news related things that we could uh, speak about, or <clears throat> entertainment related things, do you do you have anything in mind that you want to bring up? No, that was all. I, I don't know if you what you want to discuss, but yeah, I, I was curious about your. Uh your opinion about the Gabrielle thing, but I, I, you know, I respect, you know, not one that imposes about people's personal life. So, but yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I know, I know it's all entertainment and I think, I think that is just my opinion. You know, my opinion right. really is if she knows all the details and she is okay with it, then, right. you know, who, who are we to say, you know, whether or not I personally probably couldn't do it, but I'm a different person. Every relationship is right. different. Everyone have different expectations and standards. Um, you know, she said that they were on a break, that TMZ is reporting that they were not on a break, and the dates and, and, 
and months and stuff doesn't match up and all this stuff. And I don't understand why they would take so much time to investigate whether the dates and months matches up. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I feel like if she's fine with it and she's, you know, it's not something that she doesn't know about. It just came out as a scandal, like, right. you know, in one of the newspapers and was just blindsided by it. She knew about it. He Even in his statement, he said, you know, her accepting my ring shows you guys that, you know, we've already dealt with this we've situation. Dealt with it. Right. You know, yeah. so do you, do you believe in breaks in relationships? Because you know, I've I, per, I, pers- I personally do not know. No, yeah, I'll, I don't either. We, we, I asked that, um, you know, several questions, the question of the day, and a lot of people say, "What are breaks? We don't do. There's no breaks." But some people do take breaks, you know. So I don't yeah, know, but some, I, I personally some don't. people do. Some people do take breaks. Um, and I know. Oh, another thing we forgot to mention, uh, ludicrous. Is also having a baby with someone that's oh, yeah. other his partner. Um, so <laughs> I don't know. It, it, she hasn't released any statement regarding breaks or anything on on her end, whether or not they were on a break. Um, but that's something that um, just seems to be happening, and you know, and it seems to be accepted. So if they're cool with it, I'm cool with it. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, well, I wanted you. to mention something. Young Jeezy was arrested, um, or he turned himself in last week. Because apparently, apparently he got in a really big fight with his son, and um, and actually, like he's being charged with child abuse. Um, the little boy, seventeen, and you know, there were there was a huge discussion on on TV on the radio about the responsibility of you know what what is the father's responsibility? You know, once the kid starts acting up, apparently he's been having problems with school and acting up, and so I guess Cheesy was hit by his mother. They have a rocky relationship saying, you know what, I need help with him. He's out of control, and Cheesy stepped in. So I guess the conversation or the question was, is it too late then to call on the father once the problems become so big? Or should mm-hmm. you pull aside, pull aside of your differences for your sons, especially in the black community, black men and, and black sons, you know, put aside all of your whatever differences and make sure that the father is constantly involved because at some point it gets to be too late. Yeah. The conversation wants to run. But I hope that they're able to settle that that situation. I know that uh, 50 Cent and his son, they're going through something similar too. Uh, I saw um, or heard some, some, some radio, some I'm sorry, voicemail that he left his son. Um, about a year or so ago, and they're going through some things. So hopefully, you know, everyone's able to work it out and 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 Absolutely. see what happens. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM. Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Stephen Knight Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Stephen Knight Show, Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Justin Aries is a gifted singer, songwriter, and rapper out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. He joins us tonight to discuss his music and art and help us. So please help us welcome the talented Justin Aries. Welcome to the show. Hey. 
doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How's everybody? Doing well, doing well. You know, I have to give you this because, you know, we we often have independent artists on our show. Or, uh, and, you know, I listen to their music, you know, just to make sure I'm going to like it. And I'm, I must say that the, the songs that you send over, that your people send over, I mean, I was blown away. I was blown away. You're extremely talented. So I, I definitely uh, was excited to talk to you tonight because I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of your music. So for people that don't know, now, do you go by just Eric or do you go by Justin Eric? Well, Justin's my middle name, and I've been going for Aries for years, so it's either okay. or. It's Justin Aries or just just call me Aries, which is actually my Twitter name. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's whatever people want to call me. It's, okay. Well, so, so people that haven't heard, you know, about you, tell us a little bit about your background and how you got started in music. Um, well, um, 23, born 90. My mom, brothers, family members all did music, some well, one's drummer, mother was a was a, a vocalist back in the day. Went by Kit Marie. Um, oldest brother's a singer, writer. I'm the youngest of what six boys, one girl on my mom's side. Most of them wow. do music. Uh, most of them do music, so it's it came with like the territory of my family, things like that. Okay. Started out writing poetry in high school, did glee club. Um, sung in choir. So as I went on, it just came naturally to start like really doing doing music. It just stuck with me at you know at harder times in life. Okay, okay. And so when is it that you knew this is something you wanted to to fully pursue? You know, obviously it's something that you grew up into. But when did you know that you had what it took to to you know make a name for your own self? It was probably when seeing when everything started falling apart for me, like what I really wanted to do, like what I thought I wanted to do with life and everything like that. Um, it was probably then because it was always, the music was always there with me. Like, okay. even when, like, I'm down and out, I was writing randomly, like writing about this, writing about that. It just came natural. It was, then it just, like, hit me, like, I should just do this because it's always there no matter what's going on. So when people were really starting to feel your music and say, okay, dude, you know, he, 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 he got a thing going on. Was that like a reward for you that what you were putting out, people were appreciating and, and enjoying it? Yeah. After, because uh, I've been doing recording for like six years, seven years almost, uh, mm-hmm. probably like 2007, it got to a time where like I wanted to quit at a, a point, and then I had like, People coming out of nowhere, like, I really like this, I really like that. This gave me, like, an extra push, like, all right, I can't just give up on the people actually starting to respond to it. So I just learned to stick to what I, what I know how to do, mm-hmm. what I learned, what I'm learning to do, and just keep a steady, like, pace going, basically, with everything. Just stick to what I, I stick to my guns, basically, with the music stuff. So what was it that made you want to quit? It, it was initially, like, the first three years, everyone has a little rough patch. It was like I didn't I wasn't gonna response that I wanted. I didn't even have the okay. same style I had before. Back then okay. I was just rapping. That that's all I was doing. I thought, you know, the aggressive rap was where it's at because I was just introduced to hip hop like what, four years prior. I didn't start listening to hip hop till like two thousand one, two thousand two ish, uh when my brother was um came home from leave. He introduced me to Eminem, Nas, Outcast, stuff like that. I wasn't listening to that with that prior, I was listening to like R&B and jazz, because that's what my mom listened to. So okay. when I first introduced myself, I thought that's what, you know, what I wanted. didn't have my own little self. I didn't have, I didn't know who I was when it came to being a musician. 
Well, so yeah. I was doing what I, what everyone else was doing, not mm-hmm. doing what I felt I should be doing. So when no one was responding to it, I was like, I don't know if I should be doing this anymore. I'll just, you know, go get get a, a really a little full time job and just, you know, find a career instead of keep pushing this music stuff that's not responding. And then, you right. know, tragedy yeah. strikes everybody, and then I my whole mindset changed. So how were you able to develop your own sound that made you, you know, what, what we all have come to, you know, appreciate and admire? Um, met a bunch of genuine artists. Uh, let's see. First it was uh, Bamboo, then it was Chris Keys, then Sky Soul Star, met an engineer, Steve Caucus. Um DJ Diggy Ruff, uh, Johnny Rocket, a bunch of people that were just different fields, different styles, different like backgrounds and everything. Some of them all know each other now um, because we all linked up and everything together. But met everyone like these people that were just genuine with the artistry, and it just made me something different because I saw what they were. And I saw how like how one they worked with, how one they worked themselves when it comes to the music, and how they weren't anyone else but themselves and I learned to you know follow what was inside of me instead of following what I thought was correct so how do you how do you be true to yourself as an artist but create music that can be mainstream and play to the masses how do you how do you walk that type that fine line well there's a big like controversy when it comes to that because some people mm-hmm. say they don't ever want to be mainstream and right. whatever it takes but in order to even become that, you have to be yourself to a degree. No one really makes music they think is going to become mainstream. They just make mm-hmm. music. That's right. what it is. Like, the biggest thing, like, I, I, if I talk to a young artist today, and they ask me that same question, I'll let them know, like, there is an example of people out there, out there who have done that. Like, the biggest that I've been watching for years, like, when I used to watch her on YouTube was Tori Kelly. Great, mm-hmm. great singer. She says to herself, don't be afraid to be you. And I've watched her over the years not change the person she is. She, her music has evolved every step of the way the music evolved, but she never changed who she was and still became. She's becoming mainstream. One Six in Park, um, Ellen Generous Show, Queen Latifah Show, all this other, like, stuff she's doing is still being her. She's still right. being mainstream. It's not a matter of what to do. It's, are you, it's like, can people relate to who you are? Are you really being genuine? People can relate to something if it's genuine and if it's real. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, I've, I don't understand this or I can't relate to this that really gets pushed to the side and everything like that. So how would you describe your music at this point, where you are, you know, obviously you have your own sound, you're, you're more seasoned, more developed. How would you describe your music? Uh, I would say emotion. That's what my music is. Okay. I do a lot of singing. Uh, I'll rap on verses every now and then because I feel like maybe a singing verse won't, connect the same way a rap verse will, but it's all motion. It's silly sound, silly soul, that old Jill Scott, uh, Jill Scott roots, Jill Scott Heron type feel with everything just to, you know, it's what I grew up off of. So I keep it, keep it to that, but then bring a new school, new school weird type vibe to it. Like new school weird sound as like a, a Andre 3000 would bring you or a, or a, a weirder a weirder type Kendrick or a weirder type B.O.B. would bring you. It's just it's just a bunch of mass and a, like a, a mass, a bit of emotion into soul music. That's what I, I call it as. Okay, okay. So one of my favorite songs that I've heard about you is um, If I. 
how do you describe that song? That is one of the, the probably the third song I wrote off the project came wow. uh, out of nowhere just during a br- uh, breakup with a current girlfriend. She's going to hate that I said that. But uh, <laughs> a break during that. And uh, just, you know, it's a lot of, I was going through a lot of motion at the time. So going through beats, Little Brother sent me a beat, and one of those that hit was that one. And mm-hmm. it, that beat hit me, and I just started, like, instantly started writing to it. Probably wrote to it, like, finished it, like, within an hour. Then, wow, you know, hit, let, let, let my little brother know who made the beat. Like, yeah, I think I might have something, and we just talked about it for a while. Then it recorded the next week, and then there was if I. Wow, you, you said you and the girl y'all were on a break. Yeah, a little break. You know, everybody has a little arguments and stuff. So I'm asking that because our question of the day was, uh, you know, you know, do you believe in breaks? And if you do decide to take a break, you know, are there any do's or do not? So like, you know, obviously we were talking about earlier in the show about uh, Gabrielle Union and uh, Dwayne Wade yeah. and him having the child, are there any, when you were on your break with your girlfriend, were there any do's and do not that you don't do, or is it fair game? Well, there's no real such thing as fair game, because it's whatever the couple thinks is capable. Me and her, right. I know, like, if one of us did something, the other would feel some type of way about it. And if that's right. really someone that you love, which, well, I'm in love with the chick, we just need a time mm-hmm. apart at the time, I would never do something to disrespect that, because how do you go back into that afterwards? Right. Yeah. It wouldn't really be a break if you're going to do something stupid during the break. It's more like you're just breaking up. So right. It's, right, yeah. it all depends off the person, off the relationship, and all that good stuff. I write about this stuff too much in my music, but that's really what it is. It's Right. right. It's and someone actually, uh, they comment they wouldn't want to know what the other person did during the break. Would you want to know? To be honest, no. I would never want right. to know because I, that just destroys the value of the you know, the word trust. It just destroys it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I just I just thought it was interesting that you mentioned that you know you were on a break during the time you wrote that song and great song by the way we're playing it in our next half hour. Tell us about Hush Quiet. Uh, that's a it was really the the idea of the of Drug Run because after I wrote the first initial song Drug Run or If I another prescription mm-hmm. and I wanted to mm-hmm. keep the story going so the story okay. progressed with the story of the drug run, which is after you meet that one chick or that one person that really, like, messes you up, like, they're not together no more, and you want that same thing, or you want something different, or you want something better. So with the storyline progressing from drug run to meeting the chick with If I at a Saturday moment, then another prescription, so you had to keep it going somehow because everything is ups and downs and ups and downs. So Hush Quiet was one of those I know this is going to fall apart type songs. It's like, you know what, I don't even want to, to go there. It was just, you know, just high squad, just living the moment type songs. Okay, okay. So are you currently working on a project now? Is that where these, these songs are for an upcoming project? Yes, the Project Drug Run drops uh, February 14th. Okay. And I'm also working on uh, another one right after that. I probably drop Summertime. I, I never sit, keep still, like when music's there, music's there. Um, yeah. This one's not really fully titled yet. I haven't got a title I can stick to yet. So I'll be releasing that on a later date. So what can we expect on Drug Run? It's a bunch of emotions. It's calm, chilled, relaxed. It's smooth. You can sit there and listen to it straight through. That's I don't I didn't want to make anything that's too hyper and doesn't match, but it's something you can sit listen to the story straight through. Harmonies, okay. soul, that's that's all I bring every time. Absolutely, absolutely. 
how has you know being born and raised in Philadelphia? How does that contribute to your style and to? I know you you reference a lot of the artists you know that that are from that area. How would that contribute to who you are as an artist? It honestly contributes everything to me because growing up listening to the sounds of the city, you know, even uh, John Winston will tell you uh, some of his style came from the Philly area. It all, it's it's a pure, soulful sound to me. And I grew up listening to, you know, all the jazz and R&B stuff like that. So really getting, like, doing my history and going in to see what the city was really like, what, what was used to pop, what was used to be good back in the day, really, like, attributed to that because I love the sound that it gave me. I love the sound that I hear. Like, it just... It, it it gave me more of a, a passion towards what I do now. So it, okay. it also it's a big, big thing. Even meeting Joe Scott recently when I was at work, because I work in the airport, it was like it's a big thing because something it's 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 rich to me. It's it's pure to me. Yeah. It's like it's like hearing it's like hearing Michael Jackson again for the first time. It's it's mm-hmm. pure. Absolutely, absolutely. And what what if we were to uh, pull up your uh, iPod? What would we find on there? Um. Justin Timberlake, Kendrick Lamar, uh, a lot of soul, a lot of, a lot of soul music. Vivian Green, a lot of flowetry. Adele, oh, clearly it's uh, some Adele. Uh, Pharrell, Drake, J Cole, Eminem. I gotta have Eminem. Just yeah. one of those. Nas, Outkast. That's probably it. And some guys, anybody who sings, it's probably in my, uh, my my iPhone. Is there is there anyone on there that your fans would be surprised to know that, that are on your iPod? Uh, some rock alternative stuff. Okay. Um, besides that, no, not really. <laughs> okay. It's. Uh, <laughs> okay, great, great, great. Well, listen, I want to thank you for taking the time to join us. You know, on our first show of the year. You know, like I said, you're, I, I was very impressed by the music. I can't wait for us to play it in our next uh, half hour. I wish you nothing but continued success, and can't wait to uh, get my hands on that on the album when it comes out. Where can people get? Where can they purchase it? Um, well, it'll be on datpiff.com, and for people like for some other people who can't really access datpiff, it'll be on um, justinariesmusic.bandcamp.com. Okay, great. So that great, that'll be great, a place great. where you can find it. And we're gonna have a link on our on our Facebook page where you can check out uh, some of Justin's music. Justin, we thank you again and much success to you. In the thank future. you. All right, thank have you. Going. You said. Okay, quick commercial break. Come back with Steve's playlist. You're listening to the Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. You're listening now. You're listening to the Steve and Night Talk Show on EOTM Radio. The Steve and Night Show, Monday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on EOTMRadio.com. Welcome back to Steve and Night Show. You know, I have a beef with Black Ink Crew now. This is the second time. We have booked them and they have not showed up on the show. But now I'm sure something happened. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But we'd love to uh, have them on whenever they're able to. So hopefully we can reschedule that. Anyway, before we go into the Steve's Playlist, I wanted to read some of your responses from the question of the day. It was, if you and your significant other decide to take a break, 
are there any do's and do nots during that time apart? Roger says, what the F is a break? Is it some new age Facebook, Instagram arrangement? If you're together, you're together. Maybe I'm just old school or perhaps just old, LOL. Becky said, don't talk about what you did during the break. <laughs> That's one thing you don't do. Uh, Marcella said, no babies. No babies during the break. Uh, Diana said, they should pray first and then talk about it and then follow the rules. Brandon said, if you want a break, you don't want me. Uh, Ryan Bradford, a break is just that, a break. Do whatever you want to do. Just be mindful that the break makes room for drama. And then he said, uh, time apart is good for reflection. You val- you'll value your partner and their needs more once you've had time to think about it and figure it out uh, to see what you're doing wrong. Every one of his relationships has been trial and error. He said he doesn't believe in conforming to every relationship rule. What works for one may not work for him, his ex. And, and him had been back together after nine months break, and it was going nowhere fast, and somebody was going to get injured, LOL. This time apart almost killed him, but he's better. he has better understanding the situation. Okay, he got a little long with it. Will Saunders, our person don't believe in temporary breaks. If we belong to, breaks, if we belong together, then we need to work hard to make it work. If for some reason we cannot make it work, then we need to break up. Then it needs to be clean, break up for both of our sakes. I'm back at a little technical difficulty. Stephen, I hear. And Tanya, uh, last response, no kids, no outside kids, and no one in, in her house or in her bed. Now, uh, first show back, we have a few technical difficulties, and unfortunately, uh, Sass and Puma didn't call in, but, you know, we have another great show lined up next week. We have the Tankers from uh, Thicker Than Water, uh, the, uh, I can't remember the network off the top of my head, uh, but they will be on next, the whole family will be on next week. So I definitely look forward to talking to them. But now it's time to go into Stephen's playlist. Uh, we receive music from people all over the country who want to be featured during this segment. Each week we select artists to play on our playlist, and tonight our playlist features songs by both major and independent artists, including Justin Aries, we just spoke with, J. Cole, featuring TLC, and many more. And if you're interested in being featured on Stephen's playlist, please email us at the Stephen Knight Show at gmail.com, attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. And remember, all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing, and we definitely look forward to hearing your work. Now, the first song tonight is by Justin Aries, entitled If I. This is my song right here. If I. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist. Here we go with this again, yeah. Hoping that this time ain't like my last time You say it ain't the, it ain't the same thing But I heard it all before Inside I'm needing more Still I got so caught up inside what we had So caught up in this love like that, yeah Well maybe I'm just a sucker for this love, love 
Talk about you the baddest bitch thus far. Talk about you be rapping that bird. I wanna see all the shit that I heard. No, I clink, clink, Eastwood. Hope you can handle this curve. Uh, score play in a foyer. Fucked up my Warhol. Split panties right to the side. Ain't got the time to take jaws off on sight. Catch the charge, I might. Beat the box like Mike. In 97, I bite. I'm Ike. Turn up, turn up, baby, no, I don't.
Enjoyed it. I want to thank our guest uh, Justin Rivers again for joining us tonight. Support his new album, February fifteenth. Have a great week. God bless. Peace. Peace.